Welcome to the Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Goodbye baseball, a walk-off winner for Mitch Hanniger. Swing, line, drive, this game is over! Birthday, goodbye baseball, Mitch Hanniger ties it up here in the bottom of the ninth inning. James Paxton has just thrown a no-hitter. The big lefty is getting mobbed out of the Now, line. here's your host, Gary Hill. All right, welcome back, Seattle Mariners Baseball Podcast. Great to be back home after the long East Coast trip, and what a way to end the trip. Sweeping aside Baltimore, we'll talk about that coming up. Also get you ready for nine games here at home, including three this weekend against the Kansas City Royals. Mariners taking the momentum home after sweeping Baltimore in a four-game series. We have a great conversation coming up with Edwin Diaz. I think you'll really enjoy it. We've enjoyed watching him pitch as he continues to dominate and be such a big key to what the Mariners have done so far this year. As the Mariners are at the exact halfway point this season, which is, man, can you believe that? Season is flying by nearly July. Two more games until the calendar turns to July. So last time we spoke, the Mariners had taken the first two against Baltimore looking to win the series, and they did it thanks to Kyle Seeger having a huge game, a two-run ball game going to the ninth. Zach Britton on the mound, and since he became the Baltimore closer, a primary reliever, I guess, in 2014, he'd given up exactly one home run to a left-handed hitter. And if you can believe it, Kyle Seeger going yard to tie it up in game three of the series. The 2-0 pitch. Swing and a fly ball deep into right field. Rasmus going back. Going back. Looking up. Goodbye baseball. Kyle Seager ties it up here in the top of the ninth inning at 7-7 with his 15th home run of the year. Seager with a home run in last night's ball game and a home run tonight. And the Mariners don't waste any time at all. All tied at 7. Holy smokes. What a ball game. Great ball game. Mariners end up getting the win. Uh, Denard Span a sack fly in the 11th. They turn things over to Edwin Diaz, and I continue to marvel at what he has been able to do, especially in one-run games. He gets handed another one-run lead. Mariners 21-0 when Edwin Diaz is handed a one-run lead this year. He saved 19 of those. A 0-8-4 ERA, 21 and a third innings, 11 hits, two earned runs, five walks, 37 strikeouts. At times where there is no margin for error, one run, Edwin Diaz has been at his absolute best this year, locking down those games. He did it again. So the Mariners had won the series, went into yesterday, a chance to sweep aside Baltimore. They've never swept Baltimore on the road in a four-game series. That is such a hard thing to do, especially on the road, sweeping aside a team in four games. Nelson Cruz had a big hand in making it happen yesterday. The right-handers, 2-1 pitch, fastball, swing, and a fly ball into right center field with some carry going back Rasmus to the warning track. And this one is off the top of the wall, and it's gone. It went out and then came back in, a two-run home run by Nelson Cruz. Rasmus went back for it. So did Danny Valencia in right center field. That ball kept carrying and carrying and carrying. Goodbye baseball. A two-run home run for Nelly. 
And the Mariners have a 2-0 lead here in the top of the fourth. The story yesterday was really Mike Leak, though, who was outstanding again. The 1-2, swinging a line drive. D. Gordon down to his chest. He was playing in shadow right field. The Mariners' second baseman falling down to the earth to make the catch. And Cisco is out as Leak retires the side in order. And Mike Leak has spun seven very strong innings, allowing just two runs along the way. He has really been tremendous. He's been on a big roll. His last eight starts, seven and one, a 2.22 ERA opponents batting just 213 against him, 56 and two-thirds innings, just 44 hits, 32 strikeouts, eight walks along the way. He has been sensational. The Mariners have won all but one of those starts where he has taken the ball. He's been great. And he helped the Mariners get the clean sweep as this one would go to extra innings again for the second day in a row. But Mariners undefeated in extra innings this year, and they kept that streak alive. Again, a big hit by Gene Segura. And watching D. Gordon fly around the bases is like the best thing in the world. Here's the pitch. Swinging a line drive into right center field. Base hit. D hits the bag at second. It's picked up by Jones in right center. He bobbles it. Here comes D Gordon. He is flying around third base. Hand on top of his helmet. He slides across the dish. He is safe. And the Mariners have taken the lead in the 10th. He's keeping that helmet. There it was. D Gordon come up with a huge hit. And then... Uh, another extra run. So not a one-run win as Nelson Cruz comes up with another ribby. Segura at third, Hanniger at first. The pitch. Swinging a broken bat line drive into left field in front of Mancini for a base hit. Segura waltzes home from third base. Nelson Cruz drives in his third run. He picks up his third hit today. And the Mariners now lead it 4-2. to two. And that would do it. The win for the Mariners as they take the series in a clean four-game sweep over Baltimore. What a series for the M's coming home to take on Kansas City. Before we talk about that, let's hear from Scott Service after the win yesterday. You guys won a lot of games a lot of different ways, but how about the score from first on a single Gordon? Is that a new one for you guys, I think? <laughs> yeah, just, you know, we do. We've got a number of different ways to score runs. We haven't done that this year, but, you know, credit to D. Gordon. Kept running hard the whole time. You know, didn't put his head down and cruise into third base, and, you know, it took advantage of a mistake out there, but really uh, dig down deep, gut check type game. It was hot out there. Um, the bullpen, obviously, no Diaz, no Colomay today. We need a Mike Leak to go deep in the game, and Mike did an outstanding job uh, mixing speeds, uh, keeping them off balance, soft contact, and give us exactly what we needed, give us a chance. We had probably a few more opportunities to score, didn't take advantage of it early in the game. We had a lot of traffic out there, but uh, big hits when we need it. Uh, nice to have Nelson Cruz back in there again, and uh, he had a big day today as well. And then Nicasio able to close this one. How big was that for him going forward? Well, I think everybody was going to be in a little bit different role today. You, you have those days, and you know you don't know quite how it's going to work out. Really didn't know if it would be, uh, you know, Vincent Pazos or Nicasio. It's just the way it worked out as the, the pockets in their lineup and how we came about them. So uh, all the guys did a nice job. Um, really, really nice comeback to a shaky start to this road trip uh, to come in here. You're hoping to get it back on track and win this series, but to get all four here, it's really hard to sweep anybody. Uh, four games home, especially on the road. And it uh, says a lot about our guys. We're anxious to get back home. Uh, it's been a long trip, and it'll be a happy flight tonight. What did you see coming in here after that? 
Yeah, today's game, you know it's going to probably be, you know, you hope you jump out early on them and get on top. As the game was going along, it's going to take a big hit or something big late in the game, uh, you know, to put us over the top. And our guys, I mean, you know, we talked about it coming for the 10th inning. I'm joking with D. Gore. Let's go and dig down deep right here. And sure enough, he gets on base and starts all the, the havoc out there. So uh, really special group. It really is. And uh, like I said, we're excited to get back home. Scott, no one has their finger on the pulse of this team like the manager does. What did this, uh, for you, what did this road trip sort of reveal for you? Well, I think you know, we've still got a lot of baseball yet to play. Sure. There, there's no question about that. But I go back to when the schedule comes out and everybody looks at it and, you know, they say, oh, my gosh, look at that trip you guys are going to have in, mm-hmm. at the end of June. That's going to be the telltale story. And then you get off to a pretty good April start. You know, some things are going along. We're playing well in May. Oh, my gosh, if we can get through, if we could just get through that, uh, you know, that stretch in June on that road trip. You know, our guys didn't look at it that way. You know, you find out where you're at. We play against good teams. You go out and compete every day. We've got a lot of talent on this team, and people around the country are starting to see it. Nelson misses a couple days, comes back in like it's no big thing, pretty hits. Yeah, he's a pro. I mean, he really is, and uh, you know, he felt much better today. We needed him in the lineup, trying to give Seager a day off to rest that toe. And, and Nelly was huge. You know, really good bats all day. And Ben Gamble as well. I think that's one guy that kind of goes under the radar here, but the quality of his at bats and really, really on top of everything. And again, it's up and down the lineup. Different guy every day. That's what makes his team special. You've used Diaz four times in a row, a couple times last year. Was that you know, thought at all today? Or was no, no, no. He was down coming to the game today. We still got a series. We get back home before we get an off day. So. Uh, it was the right thing to do. We trust all the guys in the bullpen. Just got to shift the rolls around a little bit today and got through it. There was the skipper, Scott Service. And as you heard in there, uh, Nelson Cruz missed a couple of days in Baltimore, came back yesterday, and was huge. Let's hear from Nelson Cruz. Three hits, Homer, key RBIs. Feeling yeah, good? It was a good game. Um, pitching did the job, you know. Uh, that's how we get it done. Uh, good pitching and... Uh, when we need a hit, uh, runners on base like Gordon and, and Segura, they've been doing it all year long, especially late in the games. Um, I guess it was the same medicine the, the last four days. What is it about extra innings where you guys uh, shot 8-0? I don't know. I guess pitching, like I said, you know, you have to don't let the other guy score, you know, and hopefully you score. That's the way And pitching has been, has been good all year. Mm-hmm. Nelson, when D or when Gene get on base late in the game, I know there's always pressure when they're on base. Is it different when it's late in the game and the game is late and close, do you think, on the other side? Yeah, see? no doubt, no doubt. I think, uh, I mean, with D, everybody expecting in, to run, you know, in the situation and anything on the gap, he can he can score. Uh, and in that situation, he bobbled out there, you know, and he's, he's had so much speed that he can make... Um, any routine ground balls make you, make you excited, you know. You feel pretty comfortable hitting here, having spent some time here? Um, I mean, it's just like any other ballpark, you know. Um, you don't know why, but um, when you're feeling good, you hit anywhere, you know. You do, I don't. Oh, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Also, I know you guys want to, certainly want to win every game, but going 5-5 five and five on this long road trip to the East Coast against some at least two pretty good teams, what does that sort of say about this group? Well, I feel like we, we have a chance to, to have a better record, you know, but it is what it is. We, um, we got situations we can we can win some games um, in New York and Boston, but uh, I mean, you don't want to win everyone, you know, so... Yeah. 
we're happy with what we're doing. Um, we focus on what we can do every day. Was that something you could just put behind you when you came in here on day one? Yeah, I mean, like I say, you cannot control what was already in the past. You can only focus on what you can control on a daily basis, and we did a really good job. So the Mariners now 20 games above 500, 51 and 31, three and a half behind Houston. The Astros have won three in a row. The Mariners have won four in a row. The A's have won four in a row. The A's seven games back in the Mariners. The Angels, they have lost six in a row. The Angels now 10 games behind the Mariners coming into today. The Angels at 500, 41 and 41. So we'll continue to watch the division. A lot of division action coming up in the near future. Oakland, Houston, Los Angeles, some huge games coming up for the Mariners. First things first, the Mariners will take on the Kansas City Royals starting tonight. Royals 25-55 and 55 on the season. The only team worse in the American League, Baltimore at 23-57. and 57. It has been a real struggle for Kansas City this year. Marco Gonzalez gets the ball tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Ian Kennedy will go for KC, 1-7, a 5-0-9 ERA. Then on Saturday, Felix, 7-10 first pitch. Jason Hamill, local product, 2-9 with a 5-3-4 ERA. Then Sunday, how about this, day baseball, 1-10 first pitch. James Paxton with the ball. Brad Keller, 2-2, two two, a 2-2-5 two two ERA on Sunday. will go for the Kansas City Royals in Game 3 of the series. For Kansas City this year, the struggles have been all over the place. They have had a very difficult time finding consistency in their rotation. Even Danny Duffy, the ace of the staff, has an ERA near 5. They've also traded their closer, Kelvin Herrera, who is having a monster season, an ERA just a touch over one with 14 saves. So the bullpen not as strong as it was when the Mariners first met Kansas City, but as a team, an ERA of 5.19 on the season. The rotation has struggled in particular. So we'll see if the Mariners can take advantage of that. Still some danger offensively. Salvador Perez, of course, although batting just 215 on the season, provides some pop. Mike Moustakis back. He has swatted 15 home runs to lead the team, batting 255 on the season. What Merrifield dangerous as well. So that kind of lays out what the Kansas City Royals are looking like right now. We'll see if the Mariners can take advantage of the Royals, just as they did Baltimore in that four-game series. Well, speaking of taking advantage, Edwin Diaz has certainly taken advantage of his role as the closer. Great interview as Shannon Dreyer sits down with the Mariners' closer. You said too too hot inside, too cold outside, but you're going to make it work. Yeah, you know, to, today it's inside the clubhouse is cold, outside is hot. I decided to stay in between. <laughs> Day off for you today, which well earned. You, you've helped out this team so much in the last three days. What do you do on a day that you know that you you have down? You know, I just stay relaxed, try to have fun the day, you know. I know I don't I don't pitch I go to the bullpen, start joking, try to have fun over there and try to see the game if, if we can win. Is that different? I mean, it's funny because we saw you last year. I think we've talked a little bit about this, but last year uh, in spring training, you were very uh, loud. <laughs> you were kind of into everything. This year, it, it seems like a little bit more focused for you. 
Yeah, it's still more focused, you know. I had to, I got a tough job, so I had to be focused every day. And I just try to win the game every day, try to see the game, try to stop the louder, my louder thing, and try to concentrate in the game. And, you know, that helped me a lot, a lot this year. But when you have a day, you're going to let it out? Yeah, when I got a day off, you know, I do. I can do whatever I want. So I will, I will take my day off today happy and try try to have fun. So that's still very much there. Because I remember you used to get on people. And I'd be like, you're a young guy, but you'd get on them. <laughs> I just try to have fun with everybody. Try, you know, make it, make it fun, the clubhouse, and try to put everyone in a good motion. So today is my day. All right, today is it's Edwin's day. <laughs> we like that. Uh, interesting scene last night. You know, you came in and, and you got the save. And it was funny because you told us that when they tied it up, you went to the bullpen and you said, hey, guys, we're going to win this. Yeah, I told them. I don't know why I, don't know why I didn't tell them because, you know, Britton is a great closer. He's pitched good. He's going for injuries, but, you know, he got great stuff. But I told them when he was running to the mound, I told them, hey, the game's not over. Be ready to, for pitch everybody. So I told them and, you know, Seager take the game and then the 11 and we won. Seager hits home runs off of lefties. It's probably not a bad way to, to predict that. <laughs> yeah, you know, Seager is doing great well against the lefty. So, you know, in the clutch, too, he's, he's putting over there us, you know, in the game. So he make a good contact, hit a homer. That's awesome. You said in the clutch. I don't know if you're aware of numbers, but Seager does do well in the clutch, even when he's struggling. But when runners are on, he does very well. Yeah, I, I, that's what I was reading on Twitter. He, he's doing good. You know, I can't read everything I see I, I saw in Twitter. So he's doing great when, when he get an RBI and, you know, he helped the team a lot. You learn a lot on Twitter. Yeah, I learn a lot on Twitter. You mentioned that last night, too, because we asked you about Kazuhiro Sasaki and the, and the record. And you said, yeah, I read that on Twitter. Yeah, I don't push mo- too much things in Twitter, but every time, every day, I, I go there and start reading news and everything. So I can't I can get more in the game over there. That's awesome because, I mean, there's just every day it seems like there's something new to learn as far as numbers go. Yeah, you know, our other reporters do it, uh, use Twitter, so I follow pretty much everybody, try to see what's going on. Outstanding. Another interesting thing last night, we saw uh, Colome had a little bit of a rough go yesterday, and you were talking to him. At, he came and talked to you at the locker last night. Yeah, he was told me, you know, he, he is supposed to make better pitch. I told them, hey, it's part of the game. You have to be ready tomorrow. So let's keep working and try to focus every day in the game, and you'll be fine. It's just the most important thing, you put it behind you. Yeah, you know, I, we got his back, you know. I, I think he's doing good. You know, he missed a pitch, you know, he hit the homer, but we came back, we tied the game, and we won. That's the more important thing. All right, and you are getting ever closer to that haircut for Scott Service. Are you sure you don't want to do it yourself? No, I don't want to do it myself. I want to I wanna him look good, so I will bring my own barber and to, to make his haircut in the, in the clubhouse. For those who don't know, if you get the Mariners record, you guys made a bet and you're going to give Scott Service a haircut, whatever you want. Whose idea was that? Him. <laughs> he told me that. I think the first couple first couple days of the season, he told me, hey, if you got 50 safe, I will, I wear it at your, your line. I told them, that, that do it. So every day I remind him that. And when he, th- when he said 50 to you, what did you think? You know, I take it personal because, you know, it's a big number. So I try, I put it on my mind. I start, you know, doing things good, try to get quicker to 50. So I I, start, I, ca- I have to keep going. So I will, I will work hard to that. Did you get the ball last night? Yeah, I get every ball. I get every I ball. I do. I want to make sure. Yeah, did, I ask for the ball every time. Did you write anything on it? No, I just 
Thank you. I'm put on my logger. All right. All right. You might write that that was the Mariners record right there. Yeah. I will, I will, I will give it to Ryan to to put the, the thing on and to, to certificate that ball. And maybe watch some video of Sasaki sometime. He had the nastiest, nastiest splitters. Yeah, I, I never heard about him. I always start looking video from him because I don't, I don't know. I don't know much about him. Yeah, kind of a long time ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I was young. I was there, you weren't. <laughs> I was young when that. All right, well, Edwin, it's your day. Enjoy it. Thank you, thank you. Now on top of that, Aaron Goldsmith, Mike Blowers, more on Edwin Diaz. Mike, we are at the midway point. Let's do some simple math. The Mariners have won 50 games halfway through the season. They are on pace for 100 wins this season. Edwin Diaz has saved 30 of the first 50 wins for the Mariners. Edwin Diaz, Mike, is on pace for 60 saves this year. Of course, the most of the majors, the most ever this quickly in the season. It's been incredible what Edwin Diaz has done. It's been incredible, and especially when you consider that 19 out of the 30 have been one-run saves. That is amazing to me. Um, all the one-run games that they have, they've ended up winning. Um, he's been unbelievable, and you know, right now we're seeing him. He's better than he was even at the beginning of the year. It's it's a situation where he's as dominant as anybody I've seen, and he has to be a shoe-in for the All-Star break. So if he's made plans, it's time to start changing them. <laughs> and I just, you know, I, I can't even begin to think about where this club would be without what he has done so far through the first half of the season. They're 81 games into it, um, and they have one of the best records in baseball in the large part because of Edwin Diaz and what he's been able to do. I mean, when you look at this club and, and – what they've gone through and all the tight games and everything, it's it's just to me, it's it's amazing when you consider just it was just a couple of years ago he was a starter in double A. Remember the bet that he and Scott Service made very early in the season? It was in April that once if Edwin gets to fifty saves, and at this time at that time we had no idea what kind of pace he would be on, that Scott Service would shave the racing stripes into the side of his head like Edwin has. I don't think we thought that would happen like the first week of August. <laughs> but that, that's kind of what we're looking at right now for Edward Diaz. I wonder if Scott has to keep those racing stripes the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, that's a great All call. the way into the postseason. <laughs> that, that would be great. Um, but I think that Scott, this is, this is one of those ones where I think he'll be happy to yeah. do it. Uh, it means that the club is doing extremely well. Obviously, he's having a historic year at that point. Um, and it's certainly the way he's going seems that it's going to be possible for him to do that at some point in August. I mean, this is going to be the, the great test for Scott Service right in the second half of the season. If the trend continues for the Mariners, half the win so far by one run, heck, let's say even two or three runs, you're still going to use Edwin Diaz. How does he use Edwin in a way that will preserve him for a postseason run? Because obviously Colome is here as well. You'd like to work him in. But it's tough to stay away from this young man. It, it is tough. And, you know, you know that Edwin's going to want to grab the ball any chance that he gets. So that's something that you're going to have to fight also. Um, but, you know, from talking to Jerry and listening to Scott and Mel and Brian and all the guys that are involved in this thing with this young man, um, I think that they have a pretty good handle on what they're trying to do as far as, okay, so he's pitched three days in a row. What, what was his pitch counts in those days? How stressful was it? Of course, for him, this first half has been very stressful with just the one-run leads he's been dealing with. But they're on top of it, and I think they have a really good idea. When you look at his overall appearances, it's it's high right now. But I think they look at it a little bit differently. But there's going to be a period of time when they're going to have to skip him and go to Colomay, and that's the reason why they were out to get him. And go to Nicasio, that's the reason why they went out to get him. Maybe mix and match with Pazos in the ninth inning. Whatever they have to do, they're going to have some games when he's not available and they're just going to have to pass him up. And it might be a couple in a row with all the tight games that they're playing, but – 
that's part of it. The good news is he's been sensational, and you're in a great position right now because of it. See you later!